it's all producing agents, right? There's no influencer base there. Yeah, which I liked because they're, you know, in the trenches with you. So they can go. Yeah, I love being in the trenches. Well, I mean, it's like, how can you sit here and guide people that are actually doing all the work when you haven't sold a house in how long? You can't. You just you just go to a conference and you just regurgitate what someone else says. But when people ask you for real life experience, they're like, uh, you know, what's up, everybody? It's Andrew Bosa and Iris Burton bringing you Success Direct podcast. Um, we bring you things about real estate, our current brokerage that I'm super excited to be partnered with Iris at now. Um, so we are going to hyper focus on that a little bit, but we're also going to be talking about what's new in the market sometimes, how to pick the right team or brokerage, and then maybe even go into lending a little bit to talk about how to pick the right lending, different lending products, but we'll probably bring the expert in to do that. So today we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Oh, why we made the move to LPT. Yeah. So do you want me to talk about my experience? Mm -hmm. Okay. I could do that. So, um, and whose phone's going off? If that's yours, it's going in the trash. So in, in 2018, I got into real estate. I had, I had a buddy that was, um, and is very successful in real estate, uh, former Remax guy. And he moved over to EXP brokerage. I got curious and I reached out to him and I asked him why he made the move before I was even in real estate, just because I want to know what my friends are doing. Uh, people I respect, I want to know what they're up to. And I have really bad FOMO that oh. if I feel like I'm missing out on something, I want in, <laughs> you know? So I was like, okay, why'd you make the move? Cause you've been at Remax forever. I know you're on a 98 two split and you had every single award at Remax that you could possibly freaking get. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. He told me that. But prior to that, I actually met him on the side of the road at a professional development conference and Leading up to me reaching out to him, he had been bugging me for like four or five years to get my real estate license, tell me I'd be good at it, blah, blah, blah. Well, let's fast forward. I was not from Colorado. Where are you from? Uh, originally from New York. I was in the Army for 10 years, and when I got out of the Army, kind of felt a little bit lost, but I also needed to make money. Um, so I got, took a government job out in Fort Carson, Colorado. And as a civilian, not in the army, and I just got bored. They paid me really, really well uh, to work, barely minimum, but I just felt like I was unfulfilled. The cup wasn't full. Yeah. So finally, I reached out to him in 2018. I said, "Hey, I would. I think I'm going to get my real estate license, and when I do, I want to join EXP with you." So at that time, I'd only been in Colorado for one year, so brand new market. I know very few people. Um, and I got my real estate license. I took 168 hour course in seven days. You can understand that I learned all of that in seven days. That's really good. No, I just pushed play and just let it run and I didn't learn anything. And then I took the test five times. Oh, <laughs> okay. Took the test five times. And, um, cause I knew that most of the stuff, as soon as I started taking the course and, this isn't, hopefully no real estate agents get offended at this, but you don't have to be very intelligent to pass this. I said, I don't need any of this information. I just need to get my license so then I can go to work. Um, so I uh, got my real estate license in one month. Then I was living, the townhouse I was living in, this is actually my first sale. It took me four months to get my first sale. The guy called me and was like, hey. Hey, that's how long it took me. Yeah. High five. 
<laughs> Boom. So he, so the guy called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about selling my townhouse. And I was like, oh. Well, was it a friend of yours? No, it was just an, an uh, army major. He was an intel officer. And he said, hey, I'm going to be selling my condo. Just want to let you know I'm still going to honor your lease, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, have you signed anything yet? He's <laughs> like... Matter of fact, I haven't. And I said, okay, I'll do it for a half a percent less. He's like, done. Knew I was a brand new agent and that's how I got the deal. And then I did like 21 other deals that year or sides, however you want to count them. Uh, 67 the second year, 178 with three people helping the third year and then 319 fourth year. That's a year. lot of houses. That's Holy a... shit. Yeah. So it's been, it was really, really good. And, um, I was at EXP the, my whole career, um, extremely happy, but what I wasn't happy about was the culture. Um, I didn't love that they brought in a guy named Grant Cardone. I didn't see the value for the little agent there. I didn't see how that helped us grow. But anyway, so uh, the, that wasn't the big cultural thing that got me. It was everybody that got on stage. Yeah, there were some big people that sold a lot of houses, but most of them were talking about agent attraction, even mm -hmm. at the big events or somehow, some way they would tie agent attraction into it. And it was very strange to me that they weren't um, promoting more people that were selling a lot of houses because I knew a lot of icon agents and I never once saw them on stage. And then the straw that broke the camel's back, I was on a podcast with the owner, uh, Glenn Sanford, and the dude called me Austin. Oh. And I was like, yeah. okay, starts with an A. That's not my name though. And so you called them out on it? No, I just, just let it I ride. just, well, I, I did say my name's not Austin. Oh, okay, so, well, that's good. Yeah. Because so, most people would be like, oh, yeah, just call so, me whatever. Yeah, so I just thought it was very like, like, okay, just felt like a number at that point. I got introduced to LPT in August 2022. Mm -hmm, I remember that. I saw the agent attraction part. I saw that every agent could have the same opportunity starting at the ground floor with us. I saw that the stock is actually going to generate true wealth right now, the people that are embracing it now. Not saying it's going to be the same at Agent 80,000, right? Because no company is the same uh, right. when you hit that trajectory or that growth. But um, when I saw it, um, we really like unpacked it for like two weeks. We met with the owners, we met the executives, and they weren't ready to launch Colorado yet. So I was kind of in a holding pattern. But then I also said like, hey, did I really give EXP a shot? on the agent attraction part because I, I joined EXP for the agent attraction part, right? Or, but I didn't take advantage of it because I was trying to sell houses at a high level, which is if you try to sell at a really high level, especially when you're brand new, I feel like something's going to take a hit, sacrifice. Oh, yeah. So I just saw an opportunity at LPT for a second chance. Plus I saw that a lot more agents could have the same opportunity. A lot more agents could take advantage of the stock being ground floor, the marketing and the AI that they're developing and building in the culture. The culture immediately was real estate first, not agent attraction first, which if you're an influencer, you don't love that. But if you're still an active realtor, you do because our goal is to get to 100% on real estate deals, right? Um, you make more commission. So if you can attract a couple agents that helps you pay your cap, usually you're happy about that. So that's kind of my story. Okay. So what about people that are brand new and they just don't know like how to do real estate? Like how are they going to connect with someone that's going to teach them compliance? And cause every state's different. Obviously you, I mean, you know, cause you sold real estate here. Yep. 
But someone from like Texas or something. Yeah. So um, LPT Connect, it's a proprietary software or system that we use. Um, it's our back office, if you will. So we have a support section where we have we have four ways to communicate with them. We have a ticket model, which our response time on our ticket models are usually pretty quick. Uh, we have text, call, and uh, chat. Um, so you can go in there if you have an issue. Um, if it's an urgent compliance issue or legal issue, they'll get back to you. But so if they know. They know Colorado. Law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, well, when we first started here, we actually had Jennifer Draper, who is dual licensed in Florida and Colorado. So um, we helped them as a team, right? Because we joined in December 2022. So we're officially hard launching, well, last month and then this month here. So over the last like six, seven months, we've helped them build out compliance. They've hired a whole new regional and started building out training. Courtney Swift is helping them build out the new agent training. So there's a lot of stuff that our team has helped in the backside of it, but a yeah. lot of things that LPT has learned from launching in other states. That's why I think them launching, like when I see these other brokerages or whatever that are like similar to an LPT model and they're just opening up in every state, I feel like we're doing it very strategic. Like, so they just went out to Nevada this past week to launch Nevada. Well, Nevada wasn't, Nevada got bumped up to the top based off who joined out there. It was actually Arizona. So I think that they do a good job at saying no um, or putting a pause to us agents that like, no, open up the whole fucking country. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But the, the goal isn't even the whole country at first. So it's only going to be 20, 25, 26 states. Um, and the goal is to have a minimum a thousand agents in each state before we even pre IPO. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Because you, you got some companies that are just opening states to open them and they got like 10 agents. Yeah. Well, that kind of looks weak, especially if you're going to go, um, if you're ever going to go public. Yeah. I think that's part of why I didn't go to real. Cause we had, they had been in Colorado for so long, but there's still not that many agents at real. How many agents? I, I don't, I didn't honestly didn't look it up, but cause I was communicating with a Texas agent. I didn't even, I didn't want to go, join anybody that was already in Colorado. I don't think real has done a, an amazing job. I know they just, well, brought... they're very passive about recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they were more like an EXP 2.0. Like they didn't really stand out differently. My sole focus is agent attraction. Yeah, I know it's hot in here. I could double down and I could do have a little bit more traction. Like I had 100 agents at EXP. I recruited like one third of them. Um, and But that was like no effort over the four years. I'm like, okay, imagine if I put in some effort yeah. here. Like I could at least get to 400, 500. Once you get to those numbers, it kind of just takes off on its yeah. own, right? Because you get like one or two good leaders. So I felt like we had an opportunity here to find those leaders at a more rapid rate than just go find like a one-off influencer at EXP. Yeah, but I think that's a tactic that, I mean, it works because you see people go after these influencers or people that are on YouTube or whatever and try and get them to come over. And I just saw that happen online. There was an influencer. He gets like eight leads a day, he said, from his Instagram page. So then um, he ended up joining Real. But I feel like 
that's how they're trying to grow is going after these agents that are hype. I don't want to say high profile, but you know what I mean. I I wouldn't mind going after some big influencer agents, right? I would prefer to go after ones that we're producing. That way they can maximize everything our comp line has to offer because like, they're not really going to maximize the stock at real because the stock's, in my opinion, hasn't done shit there. Yeah, but people can say that LPT doesn't even have That's true. That's true, right? And we could have said that at EXP, right? But... Put, let's put it this way. At EXP, the stock is about like 19 to 20 bucks last I checked. It could have changed over the last couple of days. But so you get, if you hit Icon, you get 16,000 shares of stock back, right? $16,000 worth of stock back. So it's 800 shares because 800 times 20 is 16,000. So you got that, right? Here, at least, at least if the stock went to two bucks here, and I have like 21,000 shares of stock, okay, right? I at least did my cap three times, <laughs> okay. right? So, so yeah, we could say that the stock isn't, is we're running off faith, but if you were at EXP at the beginning, you were running off faith the whole time. And I think a lot of people learned the great things EXP did and a lot of people learned the bad things EXP did. A lot of these companies are driven from... I think EXP is driven from the top down as far as the the revenue share. It's not driven by agent the agents that are producing. Mm-hmm. Those ones aren't making the decisions anymore. Um, here, I think with um, people producing and our agent advisory councils are actually broken up into, I think, like eight or ten sections, um, part of one. And it's all producing agents, right? There's no influencer base there. Yeah, which I liked because they're, you know, in the trenches with you. So they can go. Yeah, I love being in the trenches. Well, I mean, it's like, how can you sit here and guide people that are actually doing all the work when you haven't sold a house in how long? You can't. You just you just go to a conference and you just regurgitate what someone else says. But when people ask you for real life experience, they're like, uh, you know, yeah. like I'm, I got a listing appointment for like almost a million on Sunday. I got another one on Monday, I've only been in Colorado for like four or five days and I got two listing appointments. So I prefer to be in the trenches. And I know that people get to a career point in their career where it's not feasible to be in the trenches anymore. But when you got somebody that hasn't been in the trenches in like 20 or 30 right. years, it's kind of like, all right, dude. Yeah. But that, at least some of them are keeping a pulse on the market. Yeah. It, yeah. Some are just... I don't know. It's just different, I feel. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, we would love for you to come enjoy the ride with us at LPT. If you have any questions, uh, reach out to Iris Burton or Andrew Vos. If it's coming from this, just Iris is your gal. And uh, we'll love to partner with you. And either whether that's sell more real estate, branding, marketing, she can help you with that. Like create a brand on social media. I can help with it too. Um, through a different avenue and yeah, just anything we could do to help.